I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast that is back from hiatus. That's right. Hello. An unexpected hiatus that just kept going on and on and on. The worst kind of hiatus. The hiatus that you take by force. (laughs) During which you worry incessantly about whether or not you will have to replace your $1,000 computer. Exactly. I mean, I guess all computers are kind of a thousand dollars. Yeah, but I do. I feel like computers are one of those things that you should like upgrade regularly to avoid this from happening. But we all know that nobody replaces their computer until it literally like dies and you cannot do anything to. But I, but I only got this computer two Mm -hmm. years ago. Remember, I got this computer in 2019 because my computer got stolen on my birthday in 2019. (laughs) That's the crazy part is it's literally new. It's new. And prior to this, I always had MacBooks and I don't want to shill for them, but all of my MacBooks lasted. I literally ran my MacBook over with a car and they replaced it. <laughs> like, I never had any problems. My ex-girlfriend had a MacBook from like, this was in 2015 and it was 10 years old. So I guess it was from 2005, <laughs> but she like didn't want to get a new computer because she's like this one's fine but it was so slow because it was so old and she was using it for school and she brought it to some random guy from one of those like sketchy like phone repair places and he opened it Mm -hmm. up and doubled the memory in it so then it ran so fast and he was like they won't do this at the apple store (laughs) because they want you to buy a new product that's crazy He unlocked it for yeah, her. Yeah, he added, like, two more memory sticks or something. Damn. I I love that there was a phase of this. I don't I don't know if you you remember this, like, if you ever lived in residence or whatever, but for, for some reason, like, every after all on the floor in residence has, like, a six-year-old MacBook that sounds like a car trying to start when you oh turn God, it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, it's fine, it's fine, it's gonna be fine. It's good. I got it for my 14th birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought it with my bat mitzvah money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, we're back and ready for action. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, what's been going on um, with you? Well, I met a bunch of my coworkers in person for the first time yesterday. So exciting. Yeah, and I'm going back into the office full-time as of Tuesday, like the September 7th, mm-hmm. so it's good to meet everybody. Yeah. But it was not under ideal circumstances because it was a team-building activity where we were doing a competitive group scavenger hunt, so... Oh, you were being literal. Yeah, I was being I th- serious. Okay, you kept tweeting like like this for my scavenger hunt, but I thought you were doing a really like meta bit, uh, alt alt comedy like bit that I didn't understand, which is why I kept liking them. I was like, this is so funny. I don't understand. I mean, I was like, they were like, my team was like super competitive and really wanted to win, but they were being annoying in the way where they were being competitive and not listening to each other. So yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like doing questions on my own that didn't require group participation. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
Did I ever tell you, um, like, kind of at the beginning of the pandemic, or, like, I guess the beginning of the summer, like, the spring, whatever, like, the beginning of the pandemic, um, I was downtown, and on the same day, there was an anti-masters protest on Parliament Hill. There was a Black Lives Matter protest marching through the city, and there was also a, some sort of Harry Potter scavenger hunt for children. Oh. <laughs> it's just like the most psychotic day downtown ever. That's too much. <laughs> I just like, I, I guess it would be good to like do stuff like that with your kids if you were, uh, if you were a parent, just like you'd be like, oh, this will keep them occupied for like a few hours. But can you imagine having to like participate in something like that? I mean, you did it literally yesterday against your will, but yeah. it's bad. Also, like, I mean, I'm sure this happens with kids too, but they're not as fast. But my team kept wanting to run mm-hmm. everywhere and it was so humid yesterday. And I was like, <laughs> I literally like I literally have asthma. Like, <laughs> also, that's not normal behavior for people that work in offices. Like, when I worked in an office, people get mad at me because I booked, um, like, meetings in a boardroom that was up two flights of stairs. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Able-bodied people, for the record. <laughs> like... That is really crazy. I, the the crime of doing any sort of team building activity at work or school is definitely being like too into it. Or if the other people on the team are just like trying to do it and have fun, not participating because you're too cool. Like you kind of gotta nail it in the middle. I yeah, think. like I like definitely wanted to participate, but they were being annoying. Mm-hmm. About it. And I was like, okay, let's just have fun. Like, let's do the fun ones. You know what I mean? And they were like being so intense, but they didn't strategize at all. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, like, is there a prize? Yeah, it's like free, like company swag or something. I don't even know. Right. Like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, I will try hard and try, try to win this if like we each get like $100 to Chipotle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like value that has value. My team um, won, but I haven't heard anything like, about a prize yet. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get a like a crew neck sweatshirt and a mud of like redacted place where you were. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> which is gonna be really funny for me. I hope you wear it all oh, the time. Oh, you know I will. Um, <laughs> like when I worked for the government they were always doing team building stuff and they would be like we're doing trivia and I was like oh my god fun and then they were like and it's uh like labor market information department of the federal government themed trivia <laughs> like well way to kill any element of fun that could be in this and then it's like what's the prize and they're like bragging rights it's like okay I'm not participating <laughs> I was, like, weighing my (laughs) options on whether I should participate or not. We also had, like, a formal dinner last night, and I was like, okay, I could do just the dinner, but that's awkward. I want to meet people before the dinner. I could do only the scavenger hunt, but not the dinner, but that's kind of rude. Or I could do neither of them. Yeah, just then you have to leave. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, or I could do neither of them and just go into the office on Tuesday, but that is going to make me feel really anxious if I've never met anybody in real life. Also, like, you don't want to look like a bitch before you even exactly, start. yeah. So, I did both and... Unfortunately. Left the dinner at yeah. 8.30. So, 
how did they get people from like how do you dress for both a scavenger hunt and a formal work dinner is my question or do you have to go home and change there was three hours in between like oh, we got okay, paid okay. for them, but, yeah. <laughs> i was like that's a very stressful outfit i know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Anyways, that was what happened with me this week. <laughs> but you guys all got the day off yeah, today? Today and tomorrow as well. Oh yeah. wow. That's a long ass weekend. Good for you. I, know. I feel like I'm gonna get bored. Do you wanna talk about stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh anything big happening this week? Everyone's taking horse pills. Yeah, everybody's horse taking paste, horse sorry. horse dewormer. <laughs> psychotic thing to ingest as a human i know i want to say so it it's like some sort of antibacterial antiviral drug that humans can be prescribed right like yeah they can be you have a tapeworm or something yeah they can get prescribed sometimes for like yeah like tapeworms or like exotic like worms you know what i mean like but (laughs) all those exotic worms you can catch yeah but they're prescribed in way lower doses obviously and they're made with like different human grade ingredients yeah and but then like because it's not like widely available obviously and like especially now that people doctors are wise to it they're probably not just like handing out prescriptions for it so then people are resorting to taking the horse version yeah they're like going to the tax shop and they're like my horse is really sick (laughs) my horse is really sick please my horse is dying (laughs) Which is, like, everyone's going to see through that. It's like, okay, if you can afford to have a horse, you can probably just get ivermectin for humans off the black market, right? Like, your finances aren't a barrier. Yeah, totally. Like, I just, like, I'm not sure where this started or who suggested it because it doesn't even make sense, you know? Like, it's like a anti, not even viral, like, it's like a dewormer. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I think, like, okay, this this is probably not accurate, but it's, like, you know how when, like, the germ theory of disease was, like, invented, people were, like, there's no way that that's real because, like, you can't see germs, obviously. Yeah. They're microscopic. Like, Louis, they were, like, Louis Pasteur, you're a plague. Yeah. Um, I feel like people are having, like, the opposite mental block with COVID where they're, like, well, if it's this bad, it must be something tangible in your body that needs to be exercised. Okay, true, yeah. You know, they're, like, visualizing that there's, like... COVID. There physical bacteria in their body. But, like, you know what I mean? They're, like, picturing it as some sort of, like, insidious parasite that's inside of them that needs to be removed. Yeah, the COVID worm. <laughs> it's it, it, just, like... It, uh, sorry, I'm like the wrong person to ask because I'm like so against uh, recreational drug use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it, it's like if you can't get Xanax or whatever, Ambien, the solution is not to take ketamine. You know, like if you can't get human pills, you shouldn't start like acting like your horse. No, exactly. Like... Yeah. I don't think screwing around with Ambien and saying that's as good for you either, for the record, but like... What I don't understand... If you can knock out a horse, what the fuck can it do to you, right? Exactly, yeah. Like, that's what I don't get, is like, why why would you leap to taking drugs for, like, large animals? I I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've seen, and this 
like, I know that people have been, like, calling poison control at alarming rates. Yeah. Just, like, obviously they're having symptoms um, after taking it, which is, like, what you would expect um, if you took any drug that wasn't prescribed to you. Um, <laughs> especially that was intended for horrors, not a person. Ooh, uh, <laughs> but, like, I've been reading shit about people, like, shitting out, like, pieces of their intestinal wall. Yeah. That's exactly that true. I don't know if that's true, but that's exactly what I would imagine would happen. Right. Like people are just it, it's attacking something that isn't really there. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's trying to break down tissue. At the very least. <laughs> but you don't have any worms in you. Yeah, there's no worms. <laughs> like, no worms for it to break down. So it's like already in here. Might as well break something. Down. Might as well do <laughs> something. Might as well change the place yeah, up yeah, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I oh, so stuffy in here. <laughs> imagine at the very least it would destroy all of your gut bacteria. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That is like the bare minimum. Yeah, which is still bad. But you can do that from just doing a hard course of regular antibiotics. I can't imagine what something that's like infinitely more intense than that would do. Yeah. Imagine the yeast infection you would get. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> It's not a good idea for IBS heads. <laughs> not a good idea for any uh, <laughs> one who might be subject to yeast infections. Oh my god, I saw somebody post on Facebook today and they were talking about how like with stuff opening back up from COVID, like they're a lot busier at work because they do like commission-based work. And they're like, okay. it's like a lot busier for me and like I've always struggled with with like agoraphobia and anxiety and like PTSD. So like I'm really like struggling with that right now and then they threw in that they also have ibs and they were like it's very difficult and i was like okay the first three were like real (laughs) okay is this true sorry why do we always talk about ibs on the fucking podcast because it it lives rent free in my brain (laughs) i'm constantly thinking about other people's digestion which is like kind of how the opposite of privilege should work right you know what i mean you would think that i like wouldn't be aware of other people's Um, problems well i have perfect digestion like it's it's flawless (laughs) that's just one of my crosses to bear it's not easy having a perfect perfect gut yeah, sorry guys, I've done a lot of trial and error to figure out what the exact right amount of uh, fiber is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, isn't it really, isn't there like crazy implications about stress and IBS? Like if you're managing your diet and you're somebody who has IBS and you've figured out like what foods are that trigger you and you're like avoiding them um, or like eating them in a way that doesn't harm you, can't you still like have major flare-ups because of like stress or like not sleeping and stuff like that? Yeah, like I think the theory, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is proven, is that your nervous system is like really connected to your intestinal tract. So if you're like right. hyper like stimulated, right, from like anxiety or whatever, it can cause symptoms to flare up and like I don't know. I don't really have IBS symptoms anymore, but like, sorry, this is gross. If I'm like traveling or whatever, because like, like I get stressed when I'm traveling, I'll like shit a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which is not a situation that you want to be in when you're going back to work. No. I understand what this person is saying. You know what? I was, I was thinking about IBS warriors so much when I was in Vancouver, (laughs) because it is fucking impossible to find a public 
bathroom to use in the downtown core there. Oh, really? Because they don't want people doing drugs in them or like... Yes. Yeah. Great. So businesses um, usually don't have bathrooms or like you can buy something to use the bathroom, but even there's just like you can walk for like 20, 25, 30 minutes with nowhere that you can use a bathroom even if you buy something. Okay. That's... Yeah. That's a problem for me personally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's a problem for anyone who doesn't like it's a problem for everyone. Let's put it that way. <laughs> True. It's a problem for IBS warriors and also those of us who are chronically overhydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I like purposely dehydrated myself today because I knew I was gonna have to walk to my tattoo appointment and it's like a 45 minute walk. Um, but then I was like, that was probably stupid. I probably should have been hydrated because I'm getting tattooed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you, oh, well. you actually have to think about these things sometimes. Cause it's like, you don't want to end up in a situation where you're just going to be pissing like crazy. Exactly. And like, yeah, my bladder's so small that like, it's, <sighs> it's not a good situation. <laughs> Since I started running, I swear I just piss in more and more precarious places all the time. I don't give a shit. Oh I'm going to catch a case for sure. <laughs> from There's so like many barely, schools near your house. Yeah, from like barely being in the woods when I thought this was. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, what are your other options? Not drink water before you go for a run? That's stupid. Yeah, you can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta take the rest. Um, what else were we gonna talk about today? I really want to talk about the gay bank. Mm, that's true. I'm ready. Tell, do you know about it? Can you tell me about it? Yeah, I'm just gonna pull up some information because it, uh, it was a little hard to digest. <laughs> it's, just, it's shocking. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe also the other thing that made me think about RBS so much was I read an amazing fiction book, but it was really funny because the author gives the main character IBS and she's just like talking about it all the time in the book. <laughs> like it's a personality trait? Well, I mean, like it's just features prominently in her internal monologue, like something bad is happening to her and she's like, I could feel my guts turning. I was like, you know, this is a brave choice, but... <laughs> I don't know if the world is ready for the first uh, IBS representation in fictional works. We're not ready yet at all. <laughs> Luster by Raven Lalani, if anyone wants to check it out. Oh my god. Okay, so queer banking um, mm -hmm. is from a company called Daylight. I feel like it must be an American bank, probably. Um, yeah. And the, the advertisement that came out on Twitter had like a picture of a queer person, obviously. And it said banking mm -hmm. built for queer people by queer people. And then they had right. some other kind of images associated with it. One of them says, walk the walk, see how queer friendly your spending is. Ugh. What does that mean? Uh, their sub their like subheader says, eat a chicken sandwich that doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. What? So if you go to Chick-fil-A, I guess they're going to like charge you overdraft fees. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, rewards realness. Get up to 10% cash back for spending at queer bars and LGBTQ allied businesses. 
Okay. And hashtag call me by my name. Get your chosen name on your card regardless of what your legal ID says. Okay, well, I guess that's good. I mean, it is, but like, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the US, but that's not super uncommon for a lot of banks, in Canada at least. To be able to put your chosen name on your bank card? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a government piece of photo ID or whatever. Also, can't you apply to have your chosen name put on your ID if you want to? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe not your passport. Yeah. Probably your driver's license, though. Yeah, I don't know. Listeners, weigh in. <laughs> Listeners, weigh in. Um, that's really crazy. I like. I was been trying to figure out what a gay bank would do. I was like thinking it would make you like make it easier for you to like split your rent with your like eleven roommates <laughs> in New York City or whatever. <laughs> or like uh, charge you thirty percent interest, and then they put ten percent of it towards a queer charity oh yeah that's awesome i would love paying 10 percent more interest on credit products that's what we all needed that's right that's what we all need they all sachet away <laughs> they also are doing some sort of like tax seminar <laughs> and they said what's the tea with taxes a virtual kiki with queer creators and a genderqueer tax preparer it's like okay (laughs) like uh you know what you know what's funny like i'm uh i'm on a journey to become financially illiterate right now um and it's like i don't think that that is like and there are certain types of people probably that are like more prone to being financially illiterate like it's something that's more appealing to deal with definitely if you like have money mm-hmm. or, or you're like an analytical type of person but it's like i i don't think that and correct me if i'm wrong like gay people need gay specific tax advice no like i think the more important thing is addressing the issues that are more often faced by queer people that make you financially insecure right like shitty jobs yeah and like like mental health stuff yeah totally like a like a essentially like a cash flow problem where people like a lot of people live in like larger cities and they like have student loan debt and they can't like can't get a job that's like pays high and is stable and has benefits yeah or like people have a lot of costs like um especially trans people yeah exactly like medical costs and stuff yeah exactly what i want to know about the bank is do you have to like prove you're gay before they'll let you do business with them like do they have someone who's like pussy you have to keep It's gonna be like, uh, remember when we were talking about that, uh, that's a service, not service, um, study that they did where they, like, developed, um, machine learning AI that could, like, detect if somebody's face was gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna, like, do that for your spending habits. Yeah, they're gonna analyze them. They're gonna put your transactions through machine learning and then they'll just make an assessment on whether or not you're queer enough based off that. I feel like I have straight spending habits. Well, that's very lesbian of you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what What are your, like, straight spending habits? Um, I don't know. I spend a lot of money on, like, takeout. 
That is that is heterosexual. And Starbucks coffee. I don't know. I don't really ever buy clothes though, so I don't know how that factors in. Uh yeah, I like never buy takeout, which is also in a way extremely straight. Yeah, it's trad. That's trad. <laughs> My mom was like she was figuring out about vaccine passports and she was like, what if you want to go to a restaurant? I will be able to get a vaccine passport. But she was like, what if you want to go to a restaurant? I was like, I don't go to restaurants. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like worried about the gym, I guess, but I am vaccinated for the record. I'm just worried. I'm anxious about the application process. Yeah. But like how it's going to work and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's stressful. Well, I've worked in web applications for the government before, so I don't trust the rollout, is what I... Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> essentially, that's essentially what I'm getting at. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why they didn't bother issuing some sort of card when they did it. Yeah, I feel like we should have gotten cards when we got vaccinated. Yeah, but they were too pussy. Yeah, they didn't want to like commit to it. Yeah, I know. And Rob Ford was, like, on the record saying he would never do it because it would create two nations. Okay. I don't think I know him. He's, like, at my dinner thing last night, I met this girl's fiancé, and he Mm -hmm. works for the government as a data analyst for employment. (laughs) Oh, no way. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Redacted. He's, like, really twinky, but is engaged to a woman. I don't know. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. That's kind of a bit that's a kind of a bit data analyst fucking programmer type of thing. Yeah, he's like they're Korean. either Yeah. They're either like really metrosexual, which is not a phrase that people use anymore. <laughs> or they're like they've been wearing the same stuff for like fifteen years. Okay, true. Yeah, I can see that. Those are the only two types of guys that work in tech. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all polyamorous. Oh, of course. (laughs) No, not all of them. Like, I feel like data analysts are less polyamorous than computer programmers, but any listeners in STEM, feel free to sound off in my DMs. (laughs) My tattoo artist and I today, we were talking about polyamory, and she was like, it's, like, fine if you want to do it, but why is it, like, like, an MLM? Like, why are people always trying to recruit you? Yeah, that's so true. Right? It's like, leave me alone. Like, do whatever you want. So they have more options. I guess, yeah. I guess, like, okay, if people think that they've discovered something, like, revolutionary, even if it's not that revolutionary, they just want to, like, evangelize. Yeah. You You know what I mean? Like, which is a tendency that I understand, because if anyone was ever, like... I don't know, like, I want to stop dieting, or, like, I want to start running or like I want to start meditating or like I want to start using data analysis in my life for some reason because I'm a total freak I would be like I, can, I, be like, I can help you yeah that's a good point but like usually they're trying to recruit people who are in like healthy monogamous relationships yeah that's true they're not like people who like need your help yeah, like people who are like, I don't know, chronically single or who are like, oh, like I'm always unhappy in monogamous relationships. It's like, Kate, leave me alone. I'm literally married. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah, that's true. You you should really like maybe work on people who might be 
like open to your message like if that's something that you want to do like um someone who's like reachable and teachable yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) like just don't bother with people who are like obviously uninterested especially i think a lot of people don't realize that like because of like the increasing commonality of like polyamory a lot of people have actually had dating experiences with with either being polyamorous or in an open relationship or being with someone who wanted to open their relationship or being a casual partner to someone who was in an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship yeah like i dated a girl who was poly briefly and she was always getting dumped whenever we hung out so i was like i'm actually good (laughs) i don't want to do this anymore like wow (laughs) this is like all of the emotional support and none of this fun or sex yeah literally i was like okay (laughs) you're literally always sad that sucks it's like um I don't know if you've like ever dated someone who like just everything is going wrong in their life and they just can't like they're not treating like your friendship or your relationship as like an escape from it so then they're just like they're just like being beaten the fuck down by like their job and their like other friendships or their like family life or whatever and then you're just like oh god like I don't if if it's a new relationship you're like I just can't like sign up for <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I can't believe my girlfriend (laughs) kept dating me because right at the beginning of our relationship, I quit that really stressful job that I had. (laughs) I was just like unemployed for two months. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, I I think it's it's easier like if you start dating someone and things are going right for them obviously you're not going to abandon them if something happens right but it's like it's kind of hard if someone is like just turbulent right from the beginning you're like why would I take the chance that this would work out but then in your case it obviously did yeah I don't know like (laughs) I guess I'm just have such a great personality that it was worth the risk yeah, <laughs> you, you eat pussy like it's the last meal. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person, also, right? Like, I mean, like if you're young and you also don't have your shit together, why would you care if you're dating someone who doesn't have their shit together? Yeah, that's right. true. Or like if someone like for yeah, like in my case, like is unemployed because they quit their Mm -hmm. job with no backup but it was like for a good reason like it's different than someone who's just like always fucking around you know well yeah you you don't want to end up like in a thing with somebody who's like seldom employed because they like have some sort of like character flaw like exactly. always fighting, fighting with everybody that they worked with or something we all know people like that yeah or they like just like no show and stuff like that's yeah they're there. unreliable like women i think especially are like attracted to stability yeah of course right like it just it's like i cannot stress to like like men and like the dirtbaggier types of lesbians it's like it's not even that hard to get a girl to like you you literally just have to show up when you say you will yeah exactly (laughs) it's literally not hard and like (coughs) also yeah like show up on time and if you have shitty friends don't introduce them to your friends 
Don't bring them around. Yeah. You know, like, well, like, I think it kind of reflects badly on you. If you have shit friends, yeah. Totally. Because, like, I mean, not everyone has to get along, but it's, like, it's kind of a red flag if you're, like, just friends with, like, awful people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's why Sophie doesn't let me meet any of her. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways, I'll be signing up to get a 50% interest rate gay credit card. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I want a credit card where they go, yas queen, every time I deposit cash. (laughs) Every time you do cash advance on your credit card? Yeah, they send like a little rainbow that goes across your screen. Oh my god. Thinking about like uh, predatory debt products just makes me want to scratch my fucking eyes out. Like, I like, I'm so, I have such like a bent against like fucking afterpay and shit like that, which other people do not agree with. But like, I can't see what it is aside from something that lets people mentally think that it's okay to spend money that they don't have. Yeah. I like I don't really know how afterpay works. Does it like charge you interest? Um, I think that it's it splits the payments into like it so it takes on your payment. Like they're like essentially a lender okay. as far as I know. So they pay let's say that you bought a pair of Tevas from Browns. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you do it with like afterpay. Afterpay pays Browns the full amount. Okay, okay. But then they charge you... More money. In in, in installments. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they probably get a commission from Browns, but then they also, um, like, probably add 5% to the price of your purchase in order for it to be spread across, like, four installments instead of in one go. These are the types of credit products we had before the stock market crash in the 30s. <laughs> it's true. People yeah, are like, I'm just gonna true. put payments on a couch. Yeah, because you could you could put stuff on layaway. Yeah, exactly. I guess, or like pay towards it like gradually, which is still to be fair, like what you would probably have to do if you had to make some sort of like large purchase. Yeah, of course, like a car or something, but yeah, exactly. Or like you know, yeah, totally like furniture for for a whole house or something. <laughs> Um, but, like, it's insane to be able to use, like, Afterpay to buy, like, I don't know, a $60 eyeshadow palette. Like, if you don't have $60, you don't have $60. I'm sorry. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it's not, it's not funny, but it's, like, the difference between $20 three times, it's, like, if you're not someone who can reliably have $60 of disposable income, then how is paying $20 or $21, whatever, three times... Like, that could send you in a fucking overdraft or something. Yeah. Like, I just... Especially if you don't remember that it's coming out and you keep doing it for various small things and then it adds up. They all come out at the same time. Yep. Yeah. I just try to make all my big purchases um, right after I get paid every two weeks and then I know how much money I have to survive on until my next paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to do it, for sure. if I have to buy stuff and then I'm like, oh, I have $200 left until... My next pay. I just, like, don't like getting surprised. Like, my hydro bill and my uh, my student loan came out of my checking account on the same day Ew. on the last day of the month. And then I just paid rent. And I was like, have the money, but this is still so yucky. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> 
like I'm in the red. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, anyways, fuck Afterpay, fuck Brown's shoes, <laughs> fuck the gay bank. What's the name of the gay bank? Uh it was fuck, what was it? I just saw it. Queer bank. Here we go. One sec. It is called No, I don't want to hear about blood bank bands. What's it called? It is called Daylight. Daylight. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Man, how much money you don't have to start a bank? <laughs> or do you not need to have a lot of money? Other people just give you their money. Honestly, I don't really understand how banks work. I'm not going to lie. Can you imagine being like, hello, dragons. I am total bottom and I'm here to get money. To, <laughs> to start a bank. <laughs> to start a fucking bank. <laughs> Doesn't it? This is like RuPaul is fracking levels <laughs> of like absurd comedy. Absolutely. I feel like it must be like a subsidiary of another bank because I feel like people aren't just starting banks, you know? That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Since the girl boss budge bit me, maybe I'm gonna start a bank. Fuck it. Godspeed. Yeah, I keep being like, I'm gonna make an app. <laughs> Mine is probably so sick of me. I'm like, I'm going to make an app. I'm going to start a business. <laughs> the guy that I host bingo with has a spreadsheet of like 400 bingo calls because he's been doing it for a long time. And yeah. he had he like programmed a spreadsheet to pull like randomized ones for each letter for him to use each week so that he doesn't have to scroll through the spreadsheet. Okay. And he was like, but what I really want is for it to just like give me a random one every time I press a button and I was like well you're gonna have to make an app (laughs) and he was like maybe I will and I was like okay that's too much but like are there enough bingo callers in the world this is one of those things where it's like you want like a large market that's like a a small enough niche that like it'll still be useful or whatever I don't think there's enough bingo callers in the world yeah that to be useful especially not that are young enough to be like hi I should get a bingo app yeah I don't know I was like he has a lot of free time so maybe he'll just use it for himself is it redacted no no (laughs) it's not who I think it is no it's a guy who wears bunny ears on stage what yeah okay I'll investigate this further another time. I don't have the space right now. (laughs) I'm at capacity. (laughs) I'm at capacity. I can't try to figure out who the bunny ears gaping dope caller is. Okay, good. I don't want to. (laughs) Should we talk about the internet? Yeah. The internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have a beef this week? Um, yeah, kind of. It's kind of a dumb bitch slash beef. Okay, I'm ready. So passport like vaccine passports are going to be a thing and Mm -hmm. people who produce comedy shows have been talking about like should we not book people that aren't vaccinated on our shows right yeah and it's like it's not really going to matter because vaccine passports are going to be a thing so they're not going to be able to get into the venues so it's not really going to be something that we have to worry about which is right good um yeah but there's this one producer who keeps being like i'm not gonna like force people to get vaccinated just to do my show unless the government forces me to and it's like oh my god relax 
okay, I need to know who that is after, but it's like, okay, just say it louder that you are not vaccinated. That's fine. Well, that's, like, she is okay, vaccinated. So okay, so... Like, okay, the, the thing that I don't understand is like, this has been a thing for, for the whole time, and I feel like I've said this on the podcast because it's just been fucking like bonking around in my empty head since it started, but it's like eating at fucking like Kelsey's is not a human right. No. Like, pr- private businesses can deny you entry because of, like, things that you have or haven't done. Like, if you don't walk into a restaurant wearing pants, they're not going to let you in. Like, how is that any different than, like, wearing a mask? It's not. Exactly. Right? Like, or, like, kids can't go to school if they, like, haven't been vaccinated against the fucking measles. So, like, I I don't understand, right? Like, I know. It's, it's not some sort of huge infringement about whether or not someone can go to a restaurant. It's not essential. When I worked at Lush, like, people get mad because we were like, you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask. And they're like, oh, I have a medical yeah. exemption. And we were like, okay, well, you can't come in. And they'd get mad. And it's like, fancy soap is not a human right. Like, you don't need to be in this store. Yeah. Exactly. Also, like, if you have a medical exemption that makes you too sick to wear a mask, aren't you too sick to be in the fucking mall? Yeah, right? Like, I'm worried about your health. You should go home. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't really make sense, especially because you guys have, like, curbside and shit. Yeah, you could pay at the door. You could order online. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, there are like a lot of options. Like, and also, unvaccinated people will still be allowed to eat on patios and get takeout. So, like, it's really not as much of an infringement as people think it is. Yeah, like, you'll be fine. But, I mean, comedians are just committed to being, like, the biddest fucking idiots of all time, so, yeah, I mean, like, it's pretty unsurprising. Fucking edgelords, and it's like, why are you being an edgelord if you're literally vaccinated? Yeah, do we trust that they're vaccinated? I do. And they're just stupid? I only trust that she's vaccinated because her job made her get vaccinated. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, she has to be. Yeah, like, th- that, is, that is more of a serious infringement. Like, I don't know, people's jobs forcing them to get vaccinated or whatever. Unless they're healthcare workers, they work with vulnerables, whatever. But, like, I do sort of think that, like, people should be given the option to, like, stay remote. Yeah, like, I don't think we should unless have to Unless it's a job in. where they're, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not scared of needles, so... I can't really relate. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> to, like, any of these stresses. I like, put worse in my there body. There are a lot of, uh, like, worse privacy concerns or, like, humans, human right concerns than, like, worrying about protecting somebody from themselves, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's just me. You know, like, maybe I'm just, like, fash. I'm like, I don't care. Strap them down and give them a needle. <laughs> Put them in a camp. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have the hunt part two, and it's going to be about getting vaccinated. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love that movie. Did you ever see it? Yeah. It's such a fine film. Um, Okay, do I have a beef? This is a good question. Um... I'm gonna have a, a you know I'm gonna do a loose beef and it's so cunty. Okay. I'm gonna go for it anyways. Um, whenever it's somebody's birthday and they post how old they are, I'm like, wow, L. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's almost always like woof. <laughs> like you can't get owned if you just don't post your age online, but it's like what the fuck is going on? Like it's something is happening that is making people who are like 19 look like they're 31. I like, think it's ketamine. You think it's ketamine? Well, like, British people always look like shit, and they've been doing ketamine for years, but I feel like it's becoming more popular here with, like, younger people, and they all look like shit now. That's true. And it's, like, not even any of the, like, normal stuff, like dental care or whatever. I'm, like, it's... You could be totally right. Like, it could be that, like, people's lifestyles are, are playing on their face or whatever. I'm just thankful I, got, I apparently got out of it early enough before <laughs> started to show on my face because I don't d- think I deserve that. <laughs> it is a little unfair. It is unfair, right? Like, I put in a good 10 years of hard living. <laughs> <laughs> And I just got off start free. <laughs> I feel like you can recover from that if you like take really good care of your skin and get really healthy after. But a lot of these people are probably still doing drugs. Yeah, that's true. Or they're like... Or like drinking a ton. Yeah, or they're like on one meal a day and it's like yeah. just like some Cheetos they found in the garbage. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with eating Cheetos, but I would not recommend picking them out of the garbage and also maybe eat, eat other stuff also. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, the, I, there's something specific that like happens to women especially and like it's like it's just like their hair looks like it's falling out. Yes. You know, it's like, it could just be like over bleaching or something, but it's like, what the fuck is going on? You look like you were rode hard and put to bed wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so is that your dumb bitch of the week? Yeah, was that people who are like being edgelords about vaccine passports. Yeah, surprise, surprise, right? Like you don't have to agree with it, but you also don't really have any control over it, so. I just don't understand how it's like any different than having to show your driver's license to go into a bar or something. It's like, not. Yeah, I don't... Um, I have, I have, uh, some dumb bitches. Okay, I'm ready. And they're all pretty bad, so I'm just gonna read the one that's not that bad, but is very funny. Okay. And it's just a scammer, and, uh, they said, hi, may I know, do you, do you use resistance bands for fitness? And then they messaged me again and said, Dear boss, (laughs) this is Helen, the Chinese resistance band supplier. (laughs) If you're interested but worried about quality, I can provide some free samples for you. What do you think? What? (laughs) Dear boss, this is Helen, the Chinese resistance band supplier. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Helen, for thinking of me. That's so funny. Um, other than that, my DMs are just mostly full of garbage, like old ass men being like, are you bisexual, babe? And then blocking me when I don't reply. <laughs> are you bisexual, babe? 
Why? Why? You're a man. Why would you care if I'm bisexual? Yeah, true. <laughs> that one never made sense to me. That's something that only old men are horny about, I think. Yeah, because it's like, how does this benefit you in any way, really? Yeah, because I mean, like, younger guys are like, uh, are you bisexual? And then if you're like, yeah, they're like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm good, actually. I can never be her. <laughs> Whereas old guys are like nice, so you like totally make out with chicks. <laughs> They're like, yo, have I told you how much I love eating pussy? Uh. I I love Gen X guys love to be like, I'm I love eating pussy. Male feminist five. I love eating pussy. It's like something went wrong in the world when we started congratulating men who eat pussy rather than berating men who don't. Right? right? Like, you're like, not special. Just... <laughs> like, congratulations, you have performed adequately. <laughs> congratulations on considering what your partner likes. I love eating pussy. It's like, just any pussy? That's weird. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't have standards? <laughs> Just like in general. <laughs> also, also, I don't trust women that are like. I, I'm not saying that it's like wrong or I disagree with it, like ethically. But like when girls are online being like, uh, "I could just really suck a talk right now," I'm like, "What is wrong with you? Don't tweet stuff like that. You're gonna have to look in your inbox later." Okay, true. It's like, what is your game here? <laughs> What is going on? Dude, somebody's going to come to your house if you keep tweeting like that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> be, be safe, queen. <laughs> like, you can tweet whatever you want, but, like, you're just, your DMs are just going to be hazardous wasteland if you start uh, coming out here swinging like that. Like, take it from someone who knows. Like, you might not want to do that. Dude, totally. Like, my DMs are fucking wasteland half the time. I don't even... And I have, like, a large, scary boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, you don't want to invite that shit if you can avoid it. Um, unless it's a funny joke about sucking dick, in which case it's always worth it. It's different. It's different. It's, it's actually not worth it for me anymore, though. Like, I just can't make gross jokes online anymore because, like, I just want to kill myself. Yeah, it's if not worth it. If someone is in the replies being gross. <laughs> I'm like, I can't handle this. There's no payoff. I used to be, I used to be so strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a tweet of the week? Um, yeah, it's actually an Instagram post. Is that okay? Yes. It's a text post. Um, I will allow it. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. I think you saw okay. it already, but okay. pay your rent on time. The intersection of landlords and mental health is often overlooked as a way to erase their struggles. So today, on the first of the month, I want to use my platform to shed some light on this. Many landlords cannot work due to social anxiety. Some are born with it, but many develop it over time because they lack the advantages of having employers and coworkers to stimulate them. They need the passive income you earn for them to pay for essential goods and services. Some landlords do work, but rarely rely on the extra income to supplement the costs of essential wellness comforts. To those landlords, I see you and you matter. 
<laughs> when you miss or are late on a rent payment, that only adds to their mental health issues because they now have to be the bad guy and ev- evict or confront you, which can be extremely traumatizing or even worse, triggering for them. It's our responsibility as individuals to take care of the vulnerable property owners among us who aren't well enough to earn. Let's all do our part and happy landlording. So funny. People thought I was being serious. What? When you shared that? Yeah. So friend of the pod soul posted it and got a ton of messages being like, is this serious? And then I posted it and people were like, OMG, this is the worst. And I was like, it's a joke. Obviously. Also, like, I mean, I'm a fan of Cole Estola. Yeah. So like, obviously, I know that they wouldn't post anything <laughs> like that way. yeah like they're a tr- they are a comedian uh, <laughs> but also like it it is obvious that it is satire in my opinion like uh, sure at the beginning i guess you might not be able to tell but by the time you get to essential care comforts i think you should be able to tell also didn't they replace some random words with like axes in them and stuff yeah bad guy was G-X-Y. Bad guy G-X-Y. I was like, okay, this is a funny joke. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. it it It's like on that line where it's like, it's very funny. It's really good satire. Like, landlords do be in Facebook groups saying stuff like that. Literally. It's not that far off, unfortunately. <laughs> Dude, I wish that I... Uh, like could soothe my anxiety by having landlord money same imagine Uh, maybe i wouldn't have anxiety anymore whoa sometimes money really does buy happiness i actually think that like because my life on the whole is pretty good except for that um i'm not sure if i'll ever be financially stable But really, really outside of that, everything about my life is really good. Um, I actually think that that might be the last link in the chain between me and having mental health. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, like, it's so annoying because I'm, it's like, I do everything right. Like, you know, I make my little to-do lists. I do the stuff on them. I exercise. I meditate. I eat healthy. I have a good support system like i've been budgeting i'm like the missing link is that i just don't have money (laughs) yeah you've eliminated all the other factors yeah yeah it's like um it's i it's how i imagine people would would come to feel if they were like they were also doing everything right in their mental health and they were like and yet my brain still won't make chemicals (laughs) (laughs) right i don't know there has to be something said for like circumstances and how they can affect you for sure (laughs) there's something there i think there's something there i can't quite put my finger on it but i'm going to go to sam smith's house and beat them up oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) Unrelated. Did I screenshot my tweet? Wait, this is an important question. Mm, yes, I did. Okay, my tweet week is from Vanessa Fudges okay. at Vanessa Fudges. And they tweeted, my coworker trying to make small talk with me. 
That Kamala Harris is one evil bitch, but I bet she can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. The podcast playing in my ear. Once the siege of Stalin <laughs> began, food was cut off and people quickly resorted to cannibalism. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's all wild. <laughs> Kamala Harris is one evil bitch, but I bet she can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. I don't believe she can. I don't believe she can either. That person's co-worker had it all wrong. Yeah. Terminal horny. <laughs> like, and also, I don't want to know if she can, but I feel like she doesn't. Her husband's, like, kind of hot. Do you think she's hot for, like, an older lady? I don't think I, so, but... Personally, I don't think so. No. I mean, like, just once you reach a certain age, just not looking that bad is kind of victory. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that she's hot. I feel like she's too skinny. She's too skinny. Yeah. You know who is hot as fuck? Who? Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, that's true. Who is <laughs> she is not, really hot. Who is not too skinny. No. And you have that on the record for me, Bond. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, I I feel like the the bar is usually, generally speaking, on the floor for people to think that politicians are hot, but I do genuinely think that anyone would say that Tulsi Gabbard is a MILF and they're lying if they would say she isn't. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. We don't have any really sexy Canadian politicians. No, not at I all. I mean, if anyone DMs me and says, Justin Trudeau, I'm coming to your house. Yeah, I think um, he's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> like... Dude, come on. That guy could just, like, work in your office and you'd be like, oh, that guy. It's like what everybody was saying that Justin Bieber looks like a guy that you would see at a gas station. Which is what makes him hot. Which is what makes him hot. But it's like, it's true. He is just like a a normal looking guy. Totally, totally. I didn't think he was hot at all before. And then as soon as he started looking like he worked at a gas station, I was like, okay. Like, okay, that's true. Just like, that's toxic Canadianness, right? Like, there's no other explanation for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I was trying to explain this to Mike the other day, but have you ever seen season one of True Detective? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, Matthew McConaughey, I never thought Matthew McConaughey was hot until he started looking like he was like inactive addiction. <laughs> In he throws out like lawn greasy hair and looks like he hasn't slept in months and I was like interesting (laughs) you're like there's "Hmm." something there (laughs) I just think that's interesting yeah before that he always looked like he was like doing abs at the gym or something that's true he was like too clean he was like surfing and like whitening his teeth. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck that!" Oh my god. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, and thank you for your week. patience. Almost yeah, nobody bothered us about what was going on. We will be back next week. That's right. All right. Bye. Bye.